We are legends. Welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast for DC Legends Mobile. I am Slow Beast, and with me, as always, is Hate Mail. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into it. Breaking All right, we've got some Christmas sales. They've kicked into full effect. We've got the lantern sale was really good the other day. A guy I saw. If you're watching the YouTube version, you'll see a picture of it. His name's the Conqueror two three four five six. Posted in the in games forum. He pulled 240 White Lantern Sinestro, had 50 Willpower, 30 Hope, 15 Rage, 3 Life, 3 Death. It's a pretty good deal on those. Yeah, that's the obviously he won the lottery. That's what you're shooting for there is the White Lantern Sinestro, I'm sure. Uh, then the next day we were followed up with uh, 7 Wolves Invading. 7 Steppenwolf Shards for 700 gold. There was a limit of 7 of them. That was a fantastic deal for that character. Yeah, 70 Steppenwolf Shards. Oh, I'm sorry, 70, 70. Yeah, it's a lot better than 7. It is a lot better than seven. Um, I actually wasn't going to buy it at first, and then I realized I only needed three to get to Legendary 5 Steppenwolf. I mean, I doubt oh, I'll ever yeah, take the so Legendary 5. Might but... as well finish it off. That's great. Yeah, that way I have the shards in case I ever want to take them to that level. Because it was so cheap, and it was such a good deal. And then uh, just a few moments ago, we had the update today of 5,000 gems for four ninety nine, which is probably the best deal I've ever seen. Yeah, that uh, that's... That's actually better than the old two for one deal. I, I twenty five thousand gems for twenty five dollars. That's seventy five percent off what the normal store price is. Um, the limit to five made me a sad panda. But well, of course. They also had a pretty good Arcus sale today too. If you still need them. All right, and we're gonna discuss very briefly the news that broke Reddit today. The PVP tiers rewards were announced, which is gonna be three star PVP system. Basically, what it boils down to is, uh, depending on how you finish the match with all of your uh, offensive characters standing, you get three stars and more trophies, and slowly, uh, as you lose characters throughout the match, you get less trophies. So, you have a range of trophies you can receive from a PvP match instead of the standard, uh, you know, 5 to 18. Well, it seems like there'll still be a range, but they're going to do it like PvE, where you can... If you lose characters, you'll get less stars, and you'll get less points. That's literally what I just said. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of editing in that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so, and and we did see on uh, Reddit where people have talked to the devs, and uh, from what they can understand, this is not a tier system that, are, that or this is not a reward system that is going to be a bonus to your normal trophies. This is going to be in place of the normal trophies. So when you go to attack someone, I believe it's going to say a range of one to six trophies or whatever the range being based on your team strength and their team strength that you're facing. Uh, and so you'll, you'll have a range of trophies that you can get, you know, yeah. the best possible if you complete it without losing anyone. And then uh, if you just complete and just get a victory, you get one star, one star and the least amount of trophies. And in the example they used, it was level 80 on level 80. So that we assume that's what the old version of the plus five was. And, uh, you know, obviously Reddit had a lot to say about this. And we're going to get into that when we get into our uh, breakdown of community topics. So, (laughs) 
first, uh, let's do some in-depth character analysis with Hate. What you got this week? Well, since he's in the shop, I decided, or in the uh, event, I decided that it was a good idea to break down Nightwing. And I've, he's a character I've had geared for quite a while, and I just needed to do a few little updates. I haven't played him in a long time. For Nightwing, he's one of those characters, and if um, late, I'll give you a sneak peek. He is in my lower tier for um, PvP tier rankings, the probably can wait tier. Um, he's one of those characters that he's got a few good abilities. His um, double assist can be quite powerful, but he himself doesn't do a whole heck of a lot of damage. He's got evasions, which are nice, and he's got invisibility. But he doesn't really bring a whole lot to the team, and I found when I used him on a lot of different teams, he was more of a liability than he was a, a help. So he's not a character I would recommend too much to too many people. Um, he works better. I like him best when he's a leader, of all things. He'll, if you have a character that starts invisible, like Hired Gun Deadshot, he'll, start, he'll proc his basic over and over and over. Problem is, it does hardly any damage. And unlike Bane, who is a super tank, he kind of works similarly. Where he'll attack pretty often, but not near, not quite as often as Bane, and he does a lot less damage. So for his legendary order, if you're going to use him, I find him ideal at legendary three. I would go three one four two five, but if you're going to use him as a leader, I would go three one four five two. Um, he's once again he's not the best character, but using him with Hired Gun Deadshot, Catwoman, Batman, Cape Crusader, Mirror Master, or Castaway Gear and Arrow seem to be the best partners. Problem is, is most of his best partners are physical. And so you're going to run a physical heavy team. And typically in today's world, you like to run with um, Harley Quinn MJ. Um, I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of this character, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm glad you're doing this character. Obviously, everyone's getting the shards from the event. And uh, I was curious where I need to go with my legendary. So I'm going to try him out and see what I think. But duly noted. Yeah, he's one of those characters. Get the shards. I have a feeling he'll end up on the rework train possibly one day. He's not quite in need of it like some of the other characters, but he could use a little tweak. All right. Who else did you have for us? The next one is the Joker Clown Prince, since he's our Alliance mission character this week. I know a lot of people like Fnatic Jalapeno absolutely despise him and his change. Um, I can say just from watching videos compared to... I didn't use him prior, but watching videos of people who had him, he was a lot better as a bleed character. I thought his kit was actually quite good before. Now he's a little better than I anticipated him to be, just based on the, the hatred that I saw out there. But he's not a super strong character. He's He is okay on a niche enraged team, which if you're watching the YouTube version, there is a ton of videos of him on those teams. Um, a team I found that worked pretty well was... Either using Steppenwolf or Red Hood, depending on who, if you're facing MJ or Deathstroke. And then using um, MJ on your team because that synergizes with him with the Enrage. And Ares. Ares is a very good partner with him. And that team actually worked really well. I was able to mow through my list. There's some videos where he can hit really hard. He'll, um, especially if he's got the Enrage on to get the bonus buffs. Um, I've, I've one-shot a Deathstroke from full life more than one occasion so it works pretty well another possible character would be siren with her um enrage ability most people take that last i have her legendary four i'll probably never take her legendary five but if you've taken the enrage that works pretty well with him he's one of those characters he's a niche character um he's ideal at legendary three as well 
you probably want to go 215 and then 3 or 4. 2 and 5 are the really important ones. And then 3 is uh, heal immunity, which is useful, especially against Deathstroke teams if you don't have another character to fill that role. But you're not going to use that early on. You want to open with his AoE typically. So you're not going to be using that, his third ability for a heal immunity debuff. Um, and then his fourth ability, when he dies, he drops bleeds and does damage, which I think is actually kind of fun. I'll probably take that one next if I get him to Legendary 4 ever. But once again, he's not a terrible character, but he's one of those ones that could also, you could kind of put off because he's he doesn't bring anything super special to the table. All right, thanks for breaking those characters down for us this week. If you call me Elf one more time. You're an angry little elf. And now it's time for the topic I'm sure everybody's ready to talk about, the PvP changes. This changes everything! Well, I just real quick wanted to say that uh, on the on its face, it looks like this is yet another strike against Deathstroke teams using the Baby Lobos. Uh, it's going to affect them greatly. Um, any team that uses res characters obviously are going to be affected by this, but... Uh, that's just on its surface it looks like that's what it's geared at but i i think ultimately this is going to hurt free-to-play players uh just because not having a wide selection of gear 10 or even even any gear 11 characters it makes it very difficult to three-star uh teams all the time well i think one of the things a lot of people are complaining about this well i would say most people seem to be happy overall but Mm -hmm. the a fair, uh, there's a vocal minority that is not happy with the changes, and I think it will hurt free-to-play players a little bit, especially those that have relied for months now on the Deathstroke crutch, using Baby Lobo to beat teams that are significantly stronger than them. I personally am super happy with the changes. I think for the longest time in PvP, if you geared out your characters and had a strong roster, you were penalized. And this is going to change this to a significant degree i believe um it's going to depend though on we saw an example of you know a plus five it's going to depend on how big is the spread on plus 18s so is you know is it going to be plus 18 and then plus four plus two then that's probably going to hurt the free-to-play quite a bit but if it's plus 18 plus 12 plus 10 you're still actually going to come out ahead of the uh, characters with a better roster. Yeah, of, of the current, uh, the current way that PvP is is done. Yeah, you would come out ahead. Um, and I, I think that's where it's going to come down to. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, once it starts taking effect uh, next week, I believe we'll see the ranges somehow. But it's not going to actually work until, I believe that's what they announced. Correct. Yeah. Well, I think next week's when it's supposed to come out. So we'll we'll see kind of how the ranges are going to go. Um, I believe they said it was going to be the next PvP or at the next update. It's, it's hard to tell exactly when that's going to drop. Um, but I think, actually, I'm really impressed with a lot of the things that um, they've been doing lately. I mean, they've had the great the sales. have actually been good sales for the first time in I can't even tell you how long. So yeah. They've actually given us quite a few good things recently. And I think this change is a really elegant solution if they do it right. It's just going to depend on those spreads. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think this could turn out to be the best change that they've made to PvP, and it could really make make everyone happy, or it could just, if they just go in there clumsily and don't really tweak the, the ranges like you were saying, and just if you finish with one star, you get one trophy no matter what. 
that is really going to hurt the free-to-play players because I can't tell you how many matches where I eke out a win with one character left standing, but I beat a team that was... And I'm not talking with uh, Deathstroke. I'm talking with an actual legit team, not not using taking advantage of any of the, the meta. I eke out a win with one character standing, and it comes down to the last blow. And that's that's just how I have to get my trophies. So well, if, it I- does, if it does hurt me because of that, then... That's going to make it really difficult for me to climb a leaderboard. And I, I think if they do it right, it will make it so it's still fair. But, I mean, honestly, if you have a bigger, stronger roster, you shouldn't be penalized for it. So I think you should have some kind of an advantage. And if they do it right, that will but, you'll have the advantage. You'll want to gear to gear 11 because right now you don't want to gear up. Right. No, I, I get that. But it's also it's it's a want and it's a I'm constantly trying to get the new characters and get them to as high or as close to gear 10 as I can, I don't have the resources available to go to gear 11 without putting money into the game. And I do put a little bit of money. I don't put a lot, not nearly as much as you or some of the other players. So, well, I mean, that, but you got to remember too, this is a business. They want to encourage. Oh no. And I get money. that. And I have no problem with that, but it, there's a difference between encouraging and just completely decimating your free to play community. Well, and I know some of the free-to-play think it's the end of the world. I know in our alliance, one of the guys, he thinks the world is ending, but we haven't seen the spread yet. When we see the spread, and that's tell. And that's, I, I agree with you on that. We absolutely need to see what it looks like and, and how they're going to, because you, you could be right. If they tweak it to where, where I would have got 18 trophies before, now if I finish it with one uh, one character, get one star on it, and I get 10, okay, I'm, I'm overall, I'm going to be happy with that. At least I, I actually still think get that 10. would be too big of a point spread, or because... Like for me, for example, I don't ever I get occasional plus eight and I only get plus five. So I don't want to see. I think there should be a better spread for you because it's harder, but there shouldn't be a dramatic spread. So what ultimately, how do you think this is going to affect the meta? I saw some on Reddit were uh, predicting a, a heel heavy or. Well, it just depends. Once again, it depends on that spread because it. But the other thing to keep in mind, too, is that if you're getting. If you're not always getting, because you're not always going to three star, even, I mean, I lose characters, at least, you know, I'll lose one character, at least even, you know, against just moderate teams quite a bit. So you're, mm-hmm. oh, I think overall people just as a whole are going to earn less trophies and it's not going to matter so much for your, your tier ranking. It's just going to be the overall trophy count's going to be slightly lower. So I think defensive losses might actually hurt a little bit more than they did too. So That'll might... be interesting. You got to think about that. Yeah. Like we used to. Well, but you and you may not even think about completely losing. You may start to think about, and I was thinking about this the other day. If you want to make it so that people don't even attack your team, have a team where they know they're probably going to lose at least one person. Right, and that's going to dissuade them from trying to attack you, where they can go get their easy, you know, guaranteed three star. That's that's an interesting uh, point. Yes, yeah, so I thought that would be, you know, that would discourage people from attacking your teams. Um, it's definitely, I know, just for me, for example, I'm starting to think. Well, depending on if the point spread isn't a big difference between the plus five and the plus eight, I may want to start taking characters to level 80. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to take characters to 80. You're going to want 11, you know, gear 11. You're going to you're going to want them tiered out to make them really strong. And I could see even like faster characters like EAGA's uh, lead teams coming back because you may not win on defense, but your EAGA is definitely going to take out. It's going to make it so that your team possibly is going to take out someone on the other team. That's a team you wouldn't want to mess with in this in, the, in that situation. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of interesting teams. Reverse Flash. I've seen know. other times too, just you know, heavy tank comps where you're running, you know, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, and 
a, a team that's very tanky because you do tend to lose characters against that, especially if you're trying to run a fast team against them. True. I, I think we're gonna see. I, I'm. I think this is the best PvP change potentially that they've ever done. This could be. It could be the best. It could be the worst. We just like you said, we're gonna have to wait and see what it looks like once they they roll it out, and hopefully they're willing to. You know, we we have not seen in the past where they unveil something and it doesn't go exactly the way they they predicted, and they and they're quick to try to tweak it and make it work the way that they intended. So hopefully they are willing to listen to feedback and they are monitoring to see. I wouldn't hold my breath on that part, but <laughs> they. Uh, what what I think. Even if the point spread isn't fantastic, one thing to keep in mind too is that there's not a ton of people that have gear eleven characters. So, very true. Whenever you're fighting in PvP, you're still going to be facing people that are the vast majority are still gear ten. They may have you may have to bring a couple characters to gear eleven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you even I saw your post on Reddit where you were you were uh, someone was complaining about this. This is catered towards the one percent. You brought up the point that well, if it's one percent, then they're not going to make a difference in PVP. There's not that many of them, but, and, and that's a valid point. Like there's not a lot of people that have gear 11 characters, especially enough to make like full teams and constantly be going through their characters. So I, I get your point. Um, that well, was you... not my argument. My argument is I just don't have the range of characters. And you may that... not need to though. Just get, you may need to get a couple of the must have characters to gear 11 to yeah. you know, be able to take on a couple of the teams. Your, your Hal, Hal Jordans and, yeah, just a few of the a few of the main main staple characters, um, which we'll have in our tier PVP tier listing. Uh, I was gonna. That's that's a great a... segue. So yeah, coming up in our next episode. Well, actually, we got a couple more things to talk about here. Yeah, and we we have a few uh, a few episodes that are gonna be before we get to the must have list. But the um, I think that I think that will work. Um, one of the other things that we wanted to bring up in this community discussion is. Um, someone on the regular community forums had brought up that, and it, this has, been, it has been true, is that Lobo is very likely the next rework because the last PvP of each month that they've announced has been, because it rolls into the next month, has been the rework character. And I know one of the times they changed it, but um, he actually listed these, and I apologize because I forgot to write down his name on here, but he... When you looked at Dece- the December rework character was Joker Con Prince, which he was on there. Batman TDK was the November PvP from 1030-1106, and he was reworked. And then Dr. Fate, now this one was changed because it was originally Siren, but they changed it to Dr. Fate, and he ended up being the rework. In September, it was Deathstroke, he was reworked, and the month before that was Superman, and he was reworked. So Lobo's on the list. They are just completely getting rid of any reason to use him as a baby Lobo is what I'm assuming. I mean, everything that's been coming out has been geared towards that. So, I mean, that's a good thing. That's what people have been asking for. It's what everyone wanted. So, well, I think, um, and also what I think they want to do is they want to change him one, because that people can, you can still, if you don't see red hood, you can still cheese your way through a team. You may only get one star, but you're going to be able to clear your board and it doesn't give you as much incentive to bring characters to year 11. So they want to push people to, want to gear out their characters and spend money so that makes sense but the other yep. fact the other fact that i was concerned about with the baby lobo scenario is that for pve content it really limits their design they're going to have to have heal immunities so then your 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 healing characters aren't don't have as much value um so i think it really puts them in a design bind so they're probably going to rework him so that rezzing 
continual resing is not going to be a thing for his character kit. So that wouldn't surprise me if that happens, just to be able to avoid the conundrum that they, they created. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they address that. Uh, maybe they put a limit on how many times he can res, or maybe every time he reses, the percentage chance goes down, or... You know. Yeah, there's a lot of things they could do. If he gets yep. every time he gets damaged, he gains taunt, or there's there's some there's a lot of things he, they could do to still give him a, <clears throat> a taunting kit. That I mean, he could still have bleeds. He could still do taunts. There's a lot of things they could do to still make him a solid character or even a great character. Mm-hmm. But they don't want they want you to want to gear him out as opposed to just leave him on gear. Absolutely. The, um, I also heard a little birdie told me um, that had communication with some of the devs that there is pve content very soon so we might see that in the next month or so oh you got a little insider huh yeah so i was i was told that from someone who probably would know um, that they were told that pve content is right around the corner so i think i wouldn't be surprised if we see it in january with a lower rework so they get pvp under control get lower rework then release some new pve content so that would be exciting that would be exciting. I, I'm really happy with, because I was getting, you know, me and everyone else, I think, was getting really frustrated with a lot of the things that they had done. But it feels like this month, a lot of the problems are getting fixed. And if they do it right, we could be in for a, a great year with this game next year. Absolutely. I agree. All right. So we left you last week, and we weren't sure what we were going to call this tier of the new countdown. But you decided on Probably Can Wait. Now, these are characters that have a place, but usually need a comp designed around their skill set. They don't usually fit into any team, or if they do fit in any team, they don't really bring a whole lot to the team. So they're characters that are kind of fun. They're neat characters, but I don't really feel like they're ones that you should put high on your priority list unless you have a particular love for this character. They may not necessarily need a rework. Possibly, in some cases, they possibly could use one, just at least a minor tweak, but they're not, they're not your best characters. Okay. And with that, we'll start at the bottom, as we started with the bottom of the reworked here. Um, Makes sense. Bottom the, of the top. The, the worst one, in my opinion, and this might be showing a little bit of bias on my part because I just hate the way the character looks, is Robin. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do a whole lot for the team. He does hit. And when you play him in red alerts, he seems to hit a little bit hard. Yeah, he hits pretty hard, and he's got some bleeds, so I'm surprised to see him this low on the list. Uh, I actually use this character. Uh, I guess, yeah, like you said, he definitely fits into only certain team builds, and he doesn't bring a whole lot. But Yeah, maybe maybe he is a little better than I'm giving him credit for. I've never geared him out just because I just hate the character. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I mean, he is fast, I'll give him that, and he does mm-hmm. bring the bleeds. So I guess for a... a I know for a long time he was a PvP reward, so a lot of people had a lot of shards of him, so he was a good mm-hmm. starter character for people. Um, but once you get into the higher tiers of PvP, I don't see anybody picking him as a character. Sure, I don't face him a lot in the top tier. Uh, the next one on my list, and I know everybody's going to think it's crazy that we dropped her this low, but if you've used her recently, you probably agree, is Supergirl. Um, she was the top, the pinnacle of the meta for a long time, but now she's just a character that doesn't really do a whole lot um her aoe doesn't crit the gear 11 kind of ruined her because her aoe used to one-shot teams when you get enough strength up now it just doesn't do enough damage to be that great her basic does terrible damage and having a one-turn death immunity is okay but it's not as potent as it used to be since your characters aren't getting one-shotted yeah teams last a lot longer so that that one-turn death immunity isn't as uh, like you said, as necessary as it used to be. 
I mean, she's a character. She's my only legendary five character, so I was kind of hoping she'd make a little bit of a comeback. Uh, but it is what it is. Next on the list is Nightwing. I know we just talked about him in our character in-depth analysis, but after playing him at gear 11 quite a bit, um, he's okay. His double assist is nice, but it, sh it doesn't do a heck of a lot of damage, and he just isn't a great character. He's He actually, I find him more useful as a leader in the leader role, having a invisibility character, so he just keeps hitting his little jump kick, but he does low damage. Evasions are okay, but with all the anti-evasion characters right now, that makes him even less useful than he was before. So I just I don't find him to be one of those characters that uh, you should put high on the priority list. Okay. Next next two characters on the list are actually Survival Suit Lex and Lex Luthor Support Survival Suit. The Survival Suit Lex, he's got that two-turn damage immunity, which is awesome, but he doesn't do hardly any damage. And while he's a nice tanky character, and he can also remove some buffs, which is nice, um, he just doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. The Lex Luthor Survival Support Suit, he actually worked pretty well for a little while. He was a little bit of an anti-deathstroke counter, so you saw some play, but with Red Hood out, he really doesn't serve a whole heck of a lot of purpose either. Um, they're both interesting niche characters, but they're ones, once again, that unless you have a particular fancy towards Lex Luthor, I, I just don't see a whole lot of reason to bring him to the table. Have you used either one of those, Slow? Yeah, I've, I've got both of them. Neither one of them I have very high, and I haven't put a lot of gear and resources into either one of them, so I can't really speak to how how well they work in the in the, you know pvp uh mostly i just use them as a fill-in for some of my pve or whenever they're the character of the the flavor of the week for the alliance missions yeah and how i can kind of gauge some of these characters too is when you face them in red alerts are you scared of them and neither one of these i mean i don't even see them in red alerts much but there are a few times i have they're not characters i'm scared of Next on the list is Batman World Grids Detective. I know some people are probably going to disagree with me him on this placement. And he's not a bad character. He's got buff removal, which is nice. He does okay damage. I mean, it's not anything to get right home about, but it's not horrid like some of these other characters on this segment of the list. Um, but, and while he brings some utility, I just feel like so many other characters do exactly what he does, but do it better. So mm -hmm. he's another character you can kind of push down the list. But he's not a bad character. He's, he's definitely... Once you get to him on my tiers, I start thinking he's a, a decent character, but he's not one you're going to choose over other characters, so he's one that probably can wait. Yeah, I've actually, I didn't even realize I had him at fully gear 10. I just, uh, the times I have used him, he feels so weak, and, he, and like you said, he, he just like, he does a few things well, he just doesn't do them well enough to be the guy, your go-to guy for that, well, that heal, thing that you're looking for. His heal is nice when it gives him that 100% turn meter. So mm -hmm. there are some comps and things that you can do with them to make somebody go take two turns. So that's I think that's his biggest you know benefit to bring him to your team. But like you said, he's just he's a little too squishy. He doesn't do quite enough damage. So he's uh he's not a bad character, but the next one on the list and we just talked about in our in-depth analysis as well is the Joker Clown Prince. He's not a bad character. He works okay on an enraged team, but once again, he's one of those characters you have to build a team around him. And when you're building around a character, a team around a character, they need to be fantastic mm -hmm. if you're willing to do it. Like Deathstroke, you build a team around him, he's fantastic. But, um, and I know some people like Fanatic Jalapeno, he absolutely hates him. But he's, he's, I mean, I played him for a while. I found him to be with the recent Alliance mission. 
I found him to be halfway decent, but he's he's not consistent because there will be times where his third ability will one shot Deathstroke, and other times where he does 2,000 damage. And just I think there are a few bugs with him too, which doesn't seem to do too well. But he's not a terrible character. But unless once again, if if you really like Joker, and you're a big Joker fan. He's a character that if you gear him out, you won't be super disappointed, but don't expect him to be a main staple on any of your teams. Right. Um, the nice thing is at least he pairs well with Harley Quinn, and I was using, as you saw by some of the videos in our previous discussion, Ares. They they pair well with him. So they're strong characters that help make him good, but you feel like they're carrying him more than he's benefit or more than he's contributing. Gotcha. Next on the list is Doomsday. I know a lot of people have kind of gotten high on him, and maybe I will change my opinion when I get a firearm to finally gear him out. But is uh, Doomsday's one of those characters, he, it takes him too long to get built up, and once he's built up, he does a lot of damage, and he's a great character, but I just feel like it takes a little too long. So I think there's ways, and I know a lot of people have started pairing him with Steppenwolf to help ramp him faster, and I think there there are ways to make him a strong good character and i think if pvp starts to drag out longer with some of the changes that are being implemented uh he he might be a character that moves much higher on the list but for okay. now i would just say he's more of a fun character that probably can wait okay next on the list is bizarro he's one i really liked and i had a hard time putting him this low but i couldn't justify moving him to a higher tier he's fantastic against bleed characters that's the niche he fills better than anyone else and he's also got a pretty decent little stun but other than that he really doesn't bring anything else to the team so mm -hmm. if you're not facing bleeder he's not that it's always a better choice um, you can use him on a bleed team because he does have a bleed but he only does one bleed and he's a little slow he's not quite tanky enough to serve as a true tank so i i, I like the character he's fun I, I try to use him as often as i can get away with because it is fun to have that damage immunity when there's so many bleeders anymore. And I think maybe with Red Hood out there, and if he becomes more and more prevalent as he seems to be, um, Bizarro might actually make it into more of my teams. But he's one that can wait. Next character is another one I have a strong affinity towards. I geared her to gear 11 early, is Hawkgirl. Her stuns are pretty nice. Um, the problem is they just don't proc quite enough. They just need a, If they just increase those percentages just a hair, she would be a great character. Um, she works best on bleed teams or call assist teams. I've had some success in doing call assist teams. If you've been watching my YouTube videos, I have an older one early in gear 11 where it actually worked extremely well and did really well in defense since the AI seems to have a higher percent chance to stun and crit. So those stuns actually were where they should be. Mm -hmm. But she's another character. Don't go out of your way to gear out. She's, she's not a... Not a powerhouse, but but fun on the right team. And that concludes the probably can wait section. There are next next week we'll have a whole lot more characters to talk about, and then we'll end. Yeah, with I think the, we're gonna have to break that one up. Yeah, we'll probably break that into two. Well, we only have yeah we have two more weeks that we'll do on that, and then we'll also have our Christmas special that wraps it up. So we'll probably do the majority of it in our Christmas special, but we want to um, keep this list rolling. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Well, I think that covered everything today. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month, our special Q&A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this.
Check it out at patreon.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything? We are legends.